Welcome to the Social Media Panel, brought to you by the Likeability Company. We help people like you. Sit back, have a cup of tea, and welcome this week's special guest. Hello and welcome to the social media panel. Today we have two fantastic guests. So there's going to be a whole bunch of us talking this morning. Oh God, that's going to be confusing. Anyway, um, this morning we have Matt Dunstan, who is an entrepreneur in, based in Brisbane. And he's going to talk all about what he's up to in a minute, so I don't want to spoil it. And also Carl Quested. And the reason why we have these two fine fellows on board today is because they are doing the Key Person of Influence mentoring program and we really wanted to talk to them about it just to get the lowdown on what that's like and get more information about it for people who might be considering doing that program down the line but also as an example of a wonderful program that's available to entrepreneurs throughout the world. Okay, so I'm going to hand over to my brilliant co-host Phil. Hello, Phil. I'm glad I got a, a brilliant at the end of that because we had two special guests apparently, and and uh, and, and nobody else. But uh, you didn't want to be special. <laughs> you see what I you see what I have to work with. Um, oh, thank you very much. I was being generous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Um, okay, so uh, I I was really really looking forward to this interview myself too because I wanted to um, go through uh, the journey of KPI with someone who had uh, previously done it. And I know Carl and Matt quite well, so um, I was really glad you both accepted our, uh, our request. So thanks very much for me as well. Um, all right, so before we get too crack and lacking, um, why don't we start with you, Matt? Matt, do you want to just um, give everybody a, a pricey of what you do and, and uh, so they can get to know you? Yeah, sure. So uh, uh, Matt Dunstan, and uh, I'm a, an entrepreneur based in Brisbane that worked lots of interesting places around the world. These days, I really work in my passion. So my wife and I run a group of swimming schools. We love teaching kids to swim. Uh, I'm also a sailing instructor, so and we do a lot of sailing, and I love teaching uh, people to sail. I also run a, a sailing adventure business called Uncharted Sailing, which takes people kind of sailing off the beaten track and, you know, really uh, gorgeous places like the Greek islands and Turkey and the Caribbean. And... Uh, and then, you know, when I'm not doing those two things, of course, there's always lots of time working with you know, the homepreneur community. So um, so we've got a business called Second Base, and it's uh, a network of co-working spaces that are based in attractive cafes to help people get out of the home office and uh, work alongside one another. Yeah, cheers. So um, I guess the tagline for um, for half your business is that they're going swimmingly. Is that is that how it works? <laughs> Yeah, that'd be all right. <laughs> Only if the water's warm enough. <laughs> uh, that's it. Okay, so Carl, your turn. Do you want to uh, give everyone a snapshot? Yeah, sure. Well, thanks for putting me on after Matt with um, you know such an exotic range of jobs that Matt gets to do. Mine isn't quite <laughs> isn't quite so beautiful. Our company specialises in providing printed direct mail services, particularly for the real estate industry. So snail mail or direct mail, whatever you like to call it. And that's what our business specialises in, and that's what we do all day, every day. There's no yacht sailing for us. Well, I'm sure we can uh, we can arrange that, Matt. Uh, <laughs> can't. Yep, no problem. <laughs> yeah, we've already had a few jealous photos of Matt when he's busy writing his book out on the yacht. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's <sighs> all fine. <laughs> <laughs> Just that creative work, basically. 
schools now. So you guys have businesses and you were attracted to to KPI. Like when did Carl keep going? When when did it first come under your radar? Well, it was actually it was actually through the um, Queensland Business Group. The event I think was was sort of posted through there. And I'd sort of been for, for a long time in in business. Like it's a very uh, it's a very lonely place being a, a sole sole sort of business owner. And for a long time, I've been sort of looking to to connect with, I guess, a, a business coach. And having spoken to a few different individuals, I sort of hadn't connected with anyone individually. And then when the the idea of the key person of influence came along, it kind of came at a time where I was I was looking to grow the business. And so, sort of, I went along to the day, just the brand accelerator day, just to find out exactly what it was, uh, what it was all about. So, so that that was the first time you'd seen it. The um, the KPI. I'd never heard of it before then. Never heard of it before. No, no, that was the first time I'd actually come across it. So, it was at the same time. Wow. Too, Matt, had you um, had you never heard of it as well? Yeah, that's right. I uh, I was invited along by a business partner, and you know, I was really just attended to um, you know be polite and humour him. So uh, <laughs> that was my first <laughs> he, he got you well, didn't he? Did he? <laughs> he did definitely the things you do. <laughs> did uh, did your business partner do the program as well, Matt? No. So uh, it was also the first time he'd come across it. Although I think he'd seen a little bit of the press around it and was familiar with some of the speakers. So you know he, he actually bought my ticket to go along. He said, "Look, you've really got to do this." I bought you a ticket and I think you can that. <laughs> wow. So um, so you went to the accelerator, Matt, and you know, not having any expectations whatsoever. How did it touch you? What uh, what did what pricked your attention? Yeah, look, there's kind of two parts to it. Um, you know, firstly, they were just great uh, presenters. You know, I've seen a lot of uh, business speakers, um, you know, on all sorts of topics around the world, and I just, you know, I found the I found the speakers entertaining, but they don't make a lot of sense. You know, <laughs> no one was up there, you know, rehashing the same things that you read and, and hear all the time. So that was that was really good. But probably the biggest thing was some of the case studies that they had. So I remember one lady, for example, who and was really passionate about uh, teaching parents CPR for their kids. She got out there mm. to talk about, you know, the challenges she has or, or had, you know, staying up and doing invoicing until 11 o'clock at night and, you know, trying to trying to build her income just a little bit more, but, you know, really struggling to find just another hour in the day to run yet another course. And that really, uh, that really you know, kind of struck a chord with me. I thought, oh, my God, this is exactly, you know, what... What running the swimming schools is like. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and then, and then of course, you know, she talked about, you know, what she's been doing since the program, and, and it was great just to hear, you know, kind of real life stories like that. Yeah, sure. Is, was that the same for you too, Carl? Like, did you go like with no expectations and pleasantly surprised? Yeah, absolutely. And look, for for me, I, I think sort of what, what I guess sold me down to the, to taking it to sort of the next level um, to find out a bit more was uh, Matthew Michaelwitz. You know, the 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 sort of the the presentation that he gave was for me the real standout. You know, he was he was a guy that had sort of you know built multiple multi-millionaire businesses, you know, and had been in front of a number of key people around the world. And whilst I never sort of aspire to have the the kind of size businesses and you know the, the kind of level that he's at, I could certainly see because we deal with real estate with the real estate industry there's there's a great deal of need to be known by the industry as being an expert 
you know, and this was the guy that just basically exuded expertise, you know, in his field. So for me, I basically just wanted to find out how I can get more involved with that guy and, you know, and find out what he's got to say. So, yeah, he was the one that really sort of sold it for me. But absolutely, the, the presentations by uh, by Darren and by Sarah, you know, the, the previous KPI people, you know, and, and what they've been doing since since their KPI journey was was sort of, you know, really, really exciting to hear that people in quite sort of ordinary businesses were able to sort of do extraordinary things. Yeah, I'm glad maybe you mentioned that. I was just going to say, maybe, maybe just to add to that, I, like you, Carl, I, I also love the fact that there are these people in some really niche industries who, who just, you know, kind of done some really cool things with their business uh, moving forward. And, and, you know, there was, that's one of the, I guess, key takeaways for me is, you know, it doesn't matter how specific or how niched your business is, you know, you can still, you know, really own that niche and build, build a successful business, you know, just being able to really find vertical. Yeah, that's a really good point, Matt. I, I agree completely. Like that, the horse whisperer, I mean, how, you couldn't get any more niche than that, and he was he was flying high. So I, I agree. I think that was a really good takeaway too. And I'm glad you mentioned uh, Matthew Michaelwitz, Carl. We, um we were we were really touched by him as well, and I was personally glad that he spoke twice on that day as well. Like it, uh, he was such a you know a talented presenter. We actually ended up interviewing Matthew uh, as a podcast, so you guys can hold yourself in the same esteem as him now that you've been interviewed by the the TLC panel. <laughs> <Fantastic>. <laughs> he doesn't have a big head at all, hey? <laughs> <laughs> no, Matthew, Matthew's awesome. He's a little daunting, so. Uh... <laughs> Oh, I wasn't talking about Matthew. (laughs) 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 I wasn't talking about Matthew. Anyway, I still don't get it. To know um, (laughs) Phil Phil McGregor, I really don't get it. No, (laughs) stop it. Um, So okay, so you, you signed up. That moment when you signed up, did you go? Oh crap! What have I done? <laughs> or did you go? I can't wait to do this. Like, what? What did that feel like for you? Maybe Matt. Maybe you go first. Yeah. So uh, it, it's a really good question because my wife said exactly the same thing when I came home and said, "Honey, you'll never guess what I signed up to today." <laughs> but, uh, no, the um, and and to be honest, you know, when I went along to the brand accelerator day, I was expecting to be sold, uh, so I probably had my guard up. Uh, a little bit, you know, kind of looking uh, looking at you know, how those things tend to play or how people like to use seminars uh, as a service. Mm. You know, for me, I was really excited that I'd, that I'd signed up. You know, there's this moment after you've made a decision where you go, all right, well, I've made that decision. You know, is it relief or is it regret? And, you know, for me, I was, I was really excited. It wasn't regret at all. Hang on, before we go for Carl. So, Matt, when you... um. When you stopped sleeping on the couch, how did your wife feel about it after that? <laughs> I know it's funny. I was thinking afterwards that you know, in the uh, in the KPI sales process, they really need you know, like a little uh, kind of spousal intervention moment. You know, that's that's not in their ascending transaction model um, because that was the sales purpose that I needed. They needed to give me something to take to my wife. But uh, <laughs> no, you know, um, I'm I'm very fortunate. My wife's uh, you know. Followed me with the kids to England and then done silly things like jumped on a boat and gone sailing with me for a year and a half. So she's used to she's used to my um, uh, adventurous spirit and she probably just rolled her eyes and said, "Oh, this is the next one." Okay. 
know what, Matt? I cannot wait to meet your wife. She sounds awesome. <laughs> she is awesome. She makes me look so good. <laughs> I bet. I bet. You know what they say. <laughs> Alongside yeah. every great man is <laughs> yeah. an even greater woman. And so sorry. She's right beside me. <laughs> so sorry, Carla. I cut you off then. You, you, you should go now. No, that's okay. No worries. Yeah, look, I, I went along to the uh, to the discovery session, I, I guess, wanting to be sold to. Like, I I saw the the value in the program, you know, but there was still this big hesitation. I mean, I'd, I'd never really spent a cent on any kind of personal development other than, you know, a couple hundred bucks for Dan Kennedy courses and things like that. But I'd never really sort of, you know, taken it seriously in investing in myself. You know, everything up until that point with our business was, you know, Spend money on new machinery, get new computers, you know, all, all of the, the the hardware things for the business, but never sort of looking at anything for myself. So I went along very much sort of, you know, with the thought that I, I need to know, like I need to, I need to be a hundred percent confident that this is what I want to do. And it actually got to the end of the discovery session, and uh, Glenn Glenn Carlson came round to me and said, "So, so is your is your signature on the paper yet?" And I said, "Oh, look, I, I'm." I said, I'm probably going to leave it until the next round. Like, I know you guys have another round coming up later on in the year. And, you know, I'm probably going to leave it till then. And Glenn, being the very astute salesperson that he is, saw that, uh, you know, there was an opportunity to to uh, meet my objections head on there. You know, and, and we sort of sat down and discussed the reasons why I was, you know, why I was delaying, what was the reason for it. And, you know, it was things like, oh, I just don't know if I have time to commit to it. I just don't know if, you know, the bank balance right now can really afford it. You know, the, the, the usual things that I'm sure he deals with all of the time. But but I knew that they were sort of, you know, even in myself, I knew that they were more excuses than they were genuine reasons why I shouldn't do it. Mm. You know, and he said to me, well, what what's going to happen in the next six months that's going to stop you for making these same excuses next time round, and I, I kind of, you know, it was kind of a light bulb moment that there really wasn't going to be, you know, anything major that was going to change. I was still going to have the same time pressures. I was still going to have the same commitments. So I just kind of went, you know what, bugger it, let's do it. Um, and then on the drive home, I thought, oh, I've got to tell my wife what I've just done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't and- think Daniel or Glenn are married. I might be wrong, but I don't think they are. So maybe they do need a spousal intervention uh, <laughs> procedure or something. <laughs> Yeah, Seems definitely. To me like it, it's a bit of a common problem. Yeah, it, it was one of those moments where I said, "Oh, I signed up for a course today," and, and uh, you know, the, the first question that comes back is, "Oh, how much is that going to cost?" And yeah. uh, I sort of said it underneath my breath, and the eyebrows got raised. <laughs> that, that there was a shake of the head, and you know, she was very, very good about it. But um, yeah, it was definitely another one of those "Oh, here we go again" moments. So. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, I would have liked to be a fly on the wall there. But how does she feel about it now? Yeah, look, I think she's certainly sort of seeing one of the big words that gets used a significant amount through the KPI process is clarity. And and she certainly sees the, the amount of clarity that I am bringing home after every, you know, um, accountability group or every, you know, session that we have, the more clarity we have around the business. We're now sort of a lot more laser focused on where we're going, you know, so she's starting to really sort of feel the, the benefit of what, what it is we're doing. So she's obviously waiting for it to hit the bank account to have those benefits, but it's she's certainly sort of seeing that we're now a lot more focused in the business. Mm, that's brilliant. How do they do that, Carl? What's, what's the secret? Like, what's the 
process. It's really, it's really sort of just, I guess, the unpacking. Like, I mean, the, you obviously understand that the, the, the five P's that they go through, you know, so we have the pitch, publish, product, profile, and partnerships. So we have, you know, specific mentors or, or yeah, I guess mentors is probably the best word for it, for each one of those individual um, components. And, and we sort of go through a one- or two-day workshop with each of the mentors and really just sort of break down, I guess, our, our understanding of each of those, those key principles and really sort of understanding how it applies to our business. So it really sort of just, you know, takes, takes a lot of time. There's a lot of repetition in, in breaking it down to really get to the, to the nuts and bolts of what it is we're, we're looking to achieve. So the the pitch that you could go through is it like an elevatory one or a longer one? No, definitely not. Look, the, the the I don't want to give away all of their secrets, but the way that the pitch actually starts is understanding why we're actually in business and what what they call the intersection. So they are the, the sort of two fundamental elements of what we strive for in life as a whole. So it, it sort of takes a long time, and there's a lot of there's a lot of sort of a, a lot of sort of long pauses during that, that process because people really have never taken the time to work out what it is they really want in life or out of business. And so there's a, there's a lot of that. You basically start from that bottom stage of working out what it is that you actually want to get out of business and then your pitch comes from within that. So you, you pitch and pretty much everything else on the journey from that point forward is all around your, all around your intersection. Yeah, at the Accelerator, I remember Matthew Markowitz saying um, that a pitch is really just a way to get to the next stage through the next That's right. Yeah, that was a real aha moment for me too because for me the pitch was always how to sell. You know, yeah. How do I get? How do I turn this person into a client mm. instantly? But um, that was a bit of an aha moment for me. So, um, so Matthew, for your business, is are you through the pitch as well? Like, have you have you completed that sort of stage? Yeah, definitely. So, Cal and I are uh, on the program together, and we're uh, we're now both uh, kind of right in the in the depth of it. We're sort of three three of the you know stages or three of the P's uh, kind of through the process. But yeah, the pitch, the pitch was great. I've done a lot of work on, you know, sort of pitches before and, you know, like probably a lot of people listening, you know, across things like the Gaddy pitch and, and all of that. But the thing that, the thing that I really, uh, you know, kind of clicked for me was this concept of, you know, you get what you pitch for and, and the need to... And you're for always to, pitching. Yeah, you're always pitching. And, you know, how important it is for it to, you know, for what you say to actually be accurate for the people who are hearing it, you know, to actually communicate what, you, what you're trying to do or, you know, what you're selling or who it's for. Because so often, you know, you hear someone's pitch and you go, oh, okay, you do this. And they go, no, that's not what I do. <laughs> and and yeah. you know, they're kind of pitching up at an angle. And, and one of the things that, you know, really helps me, not just, you know, kind of in the pitch, but all the way through it, you know, coming back to the clarity that Carl spoke about, is... You know, you, you go through this, you know, kind of this day with the mentor and you're doing a lot of, you know, kind of work yourself. You've got 50 other people in the group and you're getting real-time feedback. And, you know, how long would it take me to get that sort of feedback on, you know, how my pitch was being received and how it was impacting the people who were hearing it? If I didn't have that group of people giving me real feedback, you know, I probably, you know, would never get the degree of, um, you know, sort of clarity and accuracy that I've got, you know, by doing it through the program. Yeah, I'm really glad you said that, especially about the Gaddy pitch, because that's kind of what I've been trying to achieve with the, the the Gaddy pitch that we've been doing with the 50/50 networking events. That concept of you know here's here's your chance, you know, to actually get it get it right, and it's not necessarily even just about networking anymore. So uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I think um, <laughs> yeah, people. If for me the um, the pitch process at at KPI, 
I, I think it was worth it just for that alone, just going through and, and listening to to um, to that one that one little talk. So um, so the next the next stage of the thing is is writing your book. So you guys, I imagine, are fairly heavily into that process now. Yeah, we're uh, we're both talking to editors at the moment. So Carl, um, you know, full full master Carl, he got in and one of the guys who knocked over his word count really quickly. So you know, kind of full marks to to Carl. And I think we're both at the stage where we're uh, talking to editors, and now it's time to actually start the real work and start knocking it into shape. Wow. Right, so do, and do they give you like some sort of a formula to to get your your millions of words out? Yeah, they, I, I really loved it actually. And for me, the uh, the writing process is almost worth it on its own. I I dived right into it and and loved the the way that they take you through a writing methodology. Basically, you know, kind of starting with, you know, how do you want to frame the book? What's the problem that you're addressing? You know, kind of really brainstorming and mind mapping. You know, what are all the issues? If that existed in a table of contents, what would it look like? You know, those sorts of things. And then just a this really simple. Thousand words a day for thirty days, and there's a book. And you know, for me, that just meant getting up an hour earlier every day and writing. <laughs> and it, it, it actually, you know, it, it worked really well. It was a really enjoyable process. I found. Is it is it hard, Carl? Like I know you, um, you really did take the the, the reins and, and ran with it. Um, was that because you're eternal procrastinator and had to get it done, otherwise you wouldn't, or you just really loved it? Yeah, no, look, it, it, it certainly was, um, it was like pulling teeth sometimes for me, and I certainly am a procrastinator, so having that, I, I think sort of having that deadline of knowing that, you know, there's 45 other people that are counting on you to to produce your, your 30,000 words in 30 days, you know, really sort of does give you the kick up the backside, and, you know, you, you have, um, we have sort of our mini accountability groups, which meet on a on a regular basis within the sort of main group so that's kind of like your your mastermind group as you go through the KPI journey mm. you know and, and I certainly think that within that room probably 95% of the people that have now got to a stage of, of writing 30,000 words and actually having a book wouldn't have done that without the KPI process because they just wouldn't have known how to get it off the ground and Andrew Griffiths is an absolute you know he's a legend I mean the the way that he sort of interacts with us and you know he has the nickname Uncle Andrew you know, because he, he literally does sort of, you know, hold your hand through the process. And we start out by writing a book pitch and, and a synopsis for the book. Andrew actually personally reviews that and gives feedback as to what direction we should be taking. He looks at the contents and things like that and makes sure that we're on the right track. You know, so it's, it's that sort of personal personal contact that you that you get in the KPI group. Even with 50 people, you're still feeling like that you as an individual are getting the time that you need. Yeah, that's awesome. One of the things I noticed about the people who spoke on the stage about their books that had been produced was they all had really awesome titles. Is that is that something you guys are up to? Have you picked your titles yet? Yeah, I um, my my working title, which is becoming more like the the actual title every day, because every time I say it, people really do like it. Obviously, we work in direct mail, so the working title for my book is Alpha Mail. Ah, oh, I love that. <laughs> so uh, I love yeah. It. Yeah, so that was that was actually given to me by one of our accountability group. He said, I've got a great name for your book, and then that's what he gave me, and I said, I love it. I'm dealing it for sure. <laughs> that's hilarious. What about you, Matty? Are you up to that stage too? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so my book is called Co-working Revolution, How to Work for Yourself Without Working by Yourself. Wow. So um, I, have a, I have a little process that I do for guests who, who are writing books or have written books, and uh, it determines the success of the book. <laughs> and it's it's a simple formula. 
So, uh, Carl, we'll start with yours. The way it works is that you have to add the words with a chainsaw at the end of your title. And if it fits, then uh, it's, it's a guaranteed success. So, um, so why, don't you say your, why don't you say your real title now that you know the formula? Okay, so, so do you add it to the end of like the, the catch line? So mine is alpha male, how to dominate in real estate with direct mail. With a chainsaw. Perfect, oh, okay. yeah. So that, that's, that's just, that's just, it just nails it really, doesn't it? So you have to say yours now too, Matt. Yeah, look, just going to put mine on the, uh, on the main title. So the co-working revolution with a chainsaw. Perfection. <laughs> wow, your, your, your books are going to be awesome. Um, and do they, do they go through that process? Like, do they talk about the, the marketing and everything afterwards? Is it really some for you to have? Yeah, they do. But one of the things I love about the process is they they defer a lot of that until you're ready for it. So the temptation when you first start even thinking about the book is, well, how am I going to publish it, and how will I get it distributed, and how will I, you know, which TV shows will I be on, and all of these sorts of things. And and Andrew Andrew Griffiths is saying, no, 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 no we're going to all of that comes later. Right now, just think one thousand words today, one thousand words tomorrow, one thousand words the day after. And you know, it's a great process just to kind of keep you, you know, focused on the job at hand rather than getting too far ahead of yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah can, I can can imagine. Yeah. I think that's good Sorry. advice. Having just gone through this process and now looking at the other side of it, going right, how to market this thing? <laughs> it's um, yeah, and it's such a minefield and such a learning curve. So I congratulate you both on getting that far because it's it's an amazing achievement. Yeah. It's so, um, uh, yeah, I was just going to say, it's for myself and I think for a lot of the people who go through the program, you know, they, they might have, well, I know for myself, I had always entertained the idea of writing a book. I thought, oh, maybe I could write a book about this or I could write, write a book about that. But most people don't really know where to start. And I think when I saw uh, Andrew Griffiths present on Brand Accelerator Day, uh, it was probably one of the sessions that I tuned out of. I thought, I don't want to write a book. <laughs> <laughs> that, seems, that seems like too much work. That's too hard. Can't we just do the other four P's and forget about that one? But yeah, it has it has been a great process, and I think you know this will probably just be the first of other books to come. Yeah, well, that's what they say. They say once you write one book, that's it. You kind of in the system then, and you can't get out. <laughs> You've got to write another one. <laughs> so yeah, I know the pressure's on. Well and truly. Well, there you go, Matt. Okay, so you, sailor and so <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay, so um, so you've done your pitch, done your, or mostly done your book, and you're on to the third stage. What, what's the third stage? Yeah, so the third stage is product stage, which is really takes you through packing, you know, kind of the value that you create, you know, in your sort of core product or your core service. And, you know, so far we've had a couple of days with a couple of different mentors who really, you know, challenged us to... I think uh, much bigger and much broader and you know I know for myself even thinking of the way I view my product in the market you know there's just so much more opportunity to you know aim higher deliver more value you know kind of than, than what I previously you know, scoped into my business and, and really crafting you know kind of the complete solution to you know the problems that you know my particular customers face so uh, yeah, it, it's a really interesting process, you know, kind of going through and taking a fresh look at, you know, you think you know what your product is, but, you know, do you really? And is it is it broad enough? Well, that's how I, that's how it works for me. Hmm. 
I had a question actually, Matt, for you, and that is, like, you have three very distinct, or, or sort of interrelated, but three very distinct businesses. So, when it comes to applying what you're doing in the program, like, which one do you focus on, or do you have to focus on one? Yeah, you do really have to focus on one. So, I'm using the program with Second Base, so a working mm-hmm. business, but, you know, it's it is interchangeable. You know, every time I then pick up, you know, kind of a piece of paper or doing something on one of the other businesses, all of the same thought processes and rationale and methodology, you know, kind of uh, just comes into play. And it really is uh, a methodology for building a business that you can pick up and just apply you know, to this business and then the next one and the one after and the one after that. Fantastic. Uh, okay. So, Carl, did you want to give your, your side of that? process the third stage yeah so the the third stage of of product was an interesting one for for me and i think a lot of people especially for for service-based businesses there was i I think a a real nervousness around those service-based businesses who you know predominantly charged maybe an hourly rate for their services or whatever but just weren't quite sure how you know how product would apply to them one of the big things with the KPI process is all about sort of you know moving away from an hourly charging model because it very, it, it limits your your earning potential to to the number of hours in the day. So for sort of those businesses that are in that that sort of hourly hourly charging arena, it was quite a struggle. For me, the the struggle was that we applied direct mail as a service, but we kind of rely on the client to provide us with most of the the stuff before we actually do the the printing and the enveloping. And we basically just charge on like a per letter basis. So whilst we're not per hour, we don't essentially have a product either. We, we just basically charge for however many letters need to be done. So the product was all about, you know, working out how to how to productize either the service, you know, or, or the, the individual products you have into one, what they call a core product. And the reason for this is to sort of, A, provide the focus on a, on a single item, but B, also because it's where you can sort of add the most value to your clients as well. So if you can imagine in the direct mail process for us, at the moment, we basically just take the letter, we print it, we stuff it in an envelope and we mail it out. So we kind of look after the distribution element and that's about it. Within the actual direct mail process, you've got you know the design, you've got the, the copywriting or the, or the content, you've got the database that it's going to be sent to, you've then got the follow-up as well, so actually you know what the next steps are after that, and then you've got the review, so the test and measure. So up until now, we've kind of left all that stuff alone, you know, but we actually have quite a lot of expertise in it because, I mean, I've worked in sales and marketing for the last 10 years, so I've got a lot of expertise to bring to the table. So what the product allowed me to do was actually say, okay, well, let's create a core product around all of those things that are needed to make a, a, a great mail campaign. And the difference it actually makes is rather than relying on clients to come up with, you know, for example, real estate agents, they're not necessarily the best writers and they're sure as hell not the best graphic designers. So, you know, rather than relying on them to provide us the stuff and then watch the campaign fail, we can actually now get more involved in those sides of the process and actually provide them with a campaign that is designed to succeed because all of the elements are there in the right place. So for mm. me, that was, that, was a, that was a massive sort of leap forward for us to, to look at product in that way rather than just sort of looking at us as, oh, well, we're just a mailhouse. Yeah. Yeah. That they had, which I think was, you know, kind of revolutionary for everybody. And that was, I really cha- uh, challenge you to define what would be the gold class solution, you know, for a customer. So if you suspend any preconceived notions about what people will pay or, you know, what they want you to do versus what they do for themselves. You put all of that to one side and you say, okay, well, 
if this is the if this is the total problem that my customer has, what would be the absolute best, you know, gold class solution to that? And and then having to find it, well, you look at it and you say, okay, and well, why why wouldn't I provide that? And particularly, simply suspending this notion of, well, I think my customers will only pay X. You know, the reality is that some customers will only pay X, but there are others who uh, really need, you know, more help and uh, more value and more service. And so why why wouldn't you offer that as well? Mm. Yeah, well, it's always easy to keep a client and find a new one, I guess. Um, okay, so what uh, what's the next stage then? What, uh, where are you off to after after product? Yeah, so uh, so our next P <laughs> is uh, where are we up to? Profile comes next, and I guess this is probably what falls in, you know, to what a lot of people would talk about social media. But I think for me, it really brings together a lot of what's come previously. You know, so it's and we've defined you know sort of our message, our pitch, and just a, a quick aside by the way, the pitch isn't only to be used verbally, you know, having now defined the pitch and refined it with these, you know, large groups of people, the pitch now appears on my website and my LinkedIn profile and, you know, every time I'm uh, introducing my business via email and, and all of these sorts of things. So now, you know, now the opportunity is to actually get the pitch out to a much broader audience and, you know, being able to market the book and use that as a way of, you know, establishing your credibility in the market, it kind of all starts to come together. Yeah, yeah, sure. So um, that's the sort of thing I um, try to encourage people who um, even do our little gaddy pitch, our little elevator pitch, to put it, at, you know, in their about section on, on our little directory, you know, at, at a minimum. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's true. You can you can definitely see that that would be important to have that little salesperson out there in the, in the world working for you, rather than you having to meet every single person who's going to do business with you. <laughs> and I I just like to say at this point too that I've done business with both Carl and and Matt. And I would definitely, um, I would definitely recommend them as well. So people should should check out their pictures because guys are great to do business with. So, Carl, is that is that how you see it too for the profile? Yeah, look, for, I guess for the profile for me, you know, with the book writing process, what I'd sort of worked out is that if I'm going to be a key person of influence in the real estate industry from a marketing perspective, the book is the best way to do that. So what I'm re- really looking to get out of profile is work out how to leverage that book you know, around building my profile so that I can sort of really take it to the next level. So my my key aim is to be doing, you know, workshops or keynote speaking events with, you know, the major events in the real estate industry and then sort of running workshops and offering my core core product as it now is to, to real estate agencies on a, um, you know, on an office basis as well. So for me, profile is definitely about, look, I'm, I'm certainly no social media guru and there's there's a lot of, there's a lot of areas that I need to improve on my with my social media and, and my profile as a whole, and I'm hoping to sort of you know use that process to work out you know where I need to invest my time, where I need to be you know building that profile and you know and understanding that part of the process. So yeah, sure, fantastic. Sure. Okay, so what's the next stage after that then? After profile, yeah, uh, partnership. Profiles. Yeah, go ahead, Carl. Yeah, so p- partnerships is the, uh, the the phase after that, and as as we keep sort of being told, that's where the holy grail of making big money comes into play. So we're all sort of excited to see how how that one goes. But essentially, that the idea of partnerships is now that you've got you know a clear understanding of what your business is and who it does it for. You know, you've built your own profile up. You're now going to be sort of you know, I guess, exposed to the opportunity to create partnerships with 
other industries or other allied businesses that can sort of extend your reach into your niche or into your customer base to to grow your business in the area that you want to grow it in. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. So is that is that how you see it, Tim? Yeah, the, uh, the partnerships is really exciting. I think you know I've I've always been really keen to you know build collaborations and partnerships in any of my business pursuits because you know if you can find the right fellow travellers, then you know it's that synergy of you know one plus one equals three, and you know one of one of the I guess core concepts behind the key personal events influence program is that you know once you do develop that uh, credibility in the market. Then partnerships are, you know, much easy, much more easy to form. You get people, you know, sort of approaching you to to create partnerships, and you know, I think the thing that I'm really looking forward to is the ability to, you know, unlock some really big partnerships. You know, imagine uh, if a, a partner that you were, you know, wanted to work with was the Commonwealth Bank, for example, but that you run a, a small business from home. Well, they're, they're probably not going to take your phone call. But if you've got the right sort of profile out there and you're a published author and, you know, your, your profile overall is, is, you know, kind of built up, then, you know, all of a sudden size doesn't, you know, kind of limit you. You know, you, you are able to go and pursue, you know, kind of big, meaningful partnerships and add a lot of value. You know, because the partnership is about adding, you know, sort of reciprocal value. You know, you're able to, to add a lot of value and credibility to all sorts of organisations. Uh, and I, yeah, I think that's going to be a really exciting part of the process. I'm actually really interested to catch up with you guys again after you've been through the, the, like the complete, the complete process. Because I know, mate, you, um, you approached us as a, as for a partnership. And I'd be really interested to sort of see how you would do that again if you were, if you were going to do it, knowing what you'd know after knowing what they know. Yeah, definitely. What did you mean by that, Phil? Would you, <laughs> do you mean would he approach us again, or would, <laughs> would he ditch us for the Commonwealth Bank? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we may or may not take his call, but um... <laughs> yeah, I was trying to work out if he meant you fell flat on your face first time round. <laughs> no, definitely not. No, it was it was, uh, it was definitely a successful partnership. I really like the way Matt uh, did approach us, and so I'll, yeah, I'd be really keen to see if that um, if that gets any better for you guys, like a, a learning process. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and look, I think you know one, one of the one of the mentors um, along the way, David Dugan, who is kind of an un, unsung hero. He was the MC, I believe, at at the Brand Accelerator Day, and, and he's sort of just a, an absolute mountain of, of knowledge. But he he sort of uses the catchphrase all the time that when the tide comes in, all boats rise, and I think that's that's sort of a real key through the entire KPI process, but through partnerships as well, is about understanding that you know where where there's value for everyone. Um, you know, everyone is going to win out of it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah, really cool. good. Phil, <laughs> uh, sorry, I, yeah, I thought you were going to hit a roll there. Can I? Um, no, okay, no, so, sorry. So, yeah, we're running out of time now. So, I probably uh, probably should start to wrap things up. Is there anything? Um, is there anything extra you guys wanted to add about the process? You know, whether it's been worth it? Would you recommend everybody go? That sort of thing. Yeah, so uh, maybe if I start, the uh, I, I definitely recommend you know the the people go. It, I think it's a program that's designed for people who you know really want to have a, a big impact. You know who you know are looking for the opportunity to you know sort of build the profile of themselves and their business and to be able to you know take a more prominent role in their industry. It's probably not for everyone. In fairness, you know a lot of my co-working members, for example. They're not particularly interested in, you know, changing the world and being, you know, the most prominent person in, 
you know, the bookkeeping industry or whatever, they're, they're quite happy to, you know, be successful in, in, you know, kind of their given market. But if you're, you know, if you really want to, you know, have that impact and, you know, you're looking to, you know, maybe differentiate yourself a little bit too, I, I think for people who, you know, find themselves, you know, kind of being compared to, you know, the 15 other marketing consultants or bookkeepers or accountants or, you know, whatever industry you're in and, and having a hard time differentiating themselves between, you know, all of those people who seem to be doing the same stuff. This is a great program for, you know, unlocking, you know, your unique value, positioning yourself, you know, as a, as an expert within, you know, a particular niche that you pick. And then, you know, with that, you're able to, you know, command bigger fees and, and, you know, build a more successful business. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Carl, did you, did you want to add anything? Yeah. Look, I, I think for, for me with the, with the KPI process, it's kind of like seeing a duck on water. What, what sort of the, the brand accelerated day and, and sort of, you know, discovery session and what they tell you, you get through the, the program is kind of the duck on top. What you actually end up with is, is the legs going gangbusters underneath. So there's a whole heap of value that you get aside from, you know, just basically the, the program. And that's really sort of, you know, entrenched in, in the people that go into the program. You know, so the, the, the connections that I've made and the accountability groups that we have through the process, you know, the, the value that those guys bring to the table because these are all people that have, you know, made a solid investment in themselves to be there and they're all looking to be or are already on the way to being leaders in their field. So being surrounded by those people on a, on a regular basis and catching up with those on a regular basis and seeing the great things that they're doing, it, it, just, it just motivates you to keep going, keep doing even better. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, uh, I'm definitely very jealous of the, of the both of you, and I, I really do appreciate it. <laughs> I uh, really appreciate your time and, and uh, going into such great depth and, and serious too when I say I'd really love to do a second interview, a follow-up once it's all over and possibly even a third, you know, a year down the track just to, you know, get that sense of the path that you guys are on. So I would find it immensely interesting. So uh, I thank you very much, gentlemen, for um, for coming on. I'll hand over to Caroline in a sec, but I'd just like to remind everybody too that we have also podcast interviewed um, Matthew Michaelwitz, one of the uh, the presenters that uh, the guys were, were talking about. So I encourage you to listen to that that podcast as well. But, uh, but again, thanks very much, guys. I really appreciate your time. Over to you, Caroline. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Phil. Yeah, I had, I, I really enjoyed listening to you both. And I just wanted to, I guess, say to our listeners too that, you know, we aren't trying to sell you this program. Like, we don't get anything out of this program. Like, it's, there's no vested interest for us with the actual program that KPI runs. So just want to make that clear. But the other thing is the Brand Accelerator Day, we we really love what these guys do and that day you do get a lot of value out of and tickets are very, very inexpensive. And so if you have time to go to one of the Brand Accelerator Days and there are several in various countries, but in Australia here, there's, there's I think there's three coming up in the near future. I urge you to go along and and check it out because what you'll gain, even just at that base level, like what Carl says, the duck, you know, looks like they're swimming serenely on the top of the water and there's a lot of work going underneath. Yeah, you're not you're going to have your face pressed against the window a little bit, but at the same time, you're still going to walk away with incredible value and insights that you wouldn't have had before. And that's what I got out of it. And and Phil, what did, what, do you want to add anything to that? I just think it's hilarious that all our analogies involve something on water. So I figure that that must be heaven. 
That's Matt's well, influence. That one. <laughs> yeah, that one, sorry. Yeah, and it's been lovely having you two fellows on the show today. It's been wonderful to hear your journeys, and it's really inspiring, actually, because you guys are, you know, you have businesses in the local community here, and it just goes to show that anyone can do this. So it just depends what you want to get out of your business and what you want out of your life. And I think that's a really inspiring message for everybody. So thank you. Thanks well, that wraps all. things up. Yeah. No worries. Um, it's so hard when there's so many of us on the line. So that wraps up things from my point of view. So it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. And goodbye from them. <laughs> <laughs> Bye from us. Thanks for listening to the social media panel. Subscribe at thelikeabilityco.com for the latest social media panel episodes. Join the conversation about today's episode on Facebook and Twitter at LikeAbilityCo. The social media panel is a production of the Likeability Company. We help people like you.